With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. A federal judge has refused to issue a temporary restraining order to force the reopening of blocked roads in Lake de Flambeau. More than two dozen homeowners are suing the Lake de Flambeau Band of Lake Superior Chippewa Indians Tribal Council. The lawsuit asked the federal judge in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Wisconsin to require the tribe to remove the barricades it put up on four roads due to rights-of-way disputes. Judge William Conley ruled the plaintiffs did not show relief was warranted without giving the defendants a chance to be heard. The tribal council will have until March 28th to file a response to the suit by the homeowners. The homeowners will have until March 14th to provide more information on why they believe the court has the authority to order the roads to be reopened. The lawsuit says the tribe illegally put down the barriers since the roads in question are open and available to the public under federal law. The 28 plaintiffs listed in the suit are all homeowners that have been blocked driving access to and from their homes because of the barricades. Tribal President John Johnson Sr. said the entire situation could have been avoided if the town and title insurance companies had negotiated in good faith. The title companies involved in this issue and the town of Lake de Flambeau have made monetary offers to resolve the issue. The tribe has declined those offers. One in four people in Wisconsin faces hunger, according to Feeding America. Food insecurity impacts a lot of people in the Northwoods. Some local organizations and agencies are teaming up to shine a spotlight on what food insecurity looks like and the resources available. WXPR's Katie Thorison explains. Most of the people that come to Oneida County Social Services need help with affordable housing. That basic need is followed closely by those seeking food assistance, says Social Services Director Mary Rideout. That need has only become more strained now that the pandemic-era extra benefits for the food share program have ended. You know, they've gotten used to that additional benefit, um, and with the increased cost in food, it's been very beneficial to them. Um, So folks are now starting to be concerned on, you know, how they are going to feed their families. On average, in 2022, 3,784 people in Oneida County used food share benefits per month. That's about 10% of the county's population and up by more than 500 people from 2019. Rideout says with so many Americans that live paycheck to paycheck, food insecurity can happen to anyone. It's our uh, working families. um, It's our older adults. um, It's getting to the end of that week or, you know, the couple weeks after you get your Social Security check or whatever it is, and you don't know where you're going to get the money to to buy your food for that coming week. Um, I think that's food insecurity. You you don't know where your next meal's coming from. You're not sure how you're, you know, going to provide for your family. To help people get a better picture of what food insecurity looks like and the challenges to combat it in the Northwoods. Oneida and Vilas County Social Service, Nicollet College, and Feed Our Rural Kids are hosting a food insecurity conference. Rideout says the conference has several goals. I think increasing the awareness that food insecurity can happen to anyone um, and really being able to talk with our with all of the partners that deal with food insecurity um, and, you know, collaborate um, and just talk about what we can do to increase the awareness um, you know, reduce the stigma and just really make sure that people in Oneida and Bylas counties um, aren't food insecure, that they have resources. The conference will be May 4th from 9 to 11 a.m. at Nicolay College. There will be five speakers throughout the morning. Katie Thorson, WXPR News. 
A pair of Republican legislators circulated a bill Friday that would require Wisconsin wildlife officials to establish a new population goal for wolves in the state in their next management plan. The State Department of Natural Resources has operated since 1999 under a wolf management plan that limits the statewide population to 350 animals. The DNR estimates that 1,000 wolves currently live in the state. Hunters have pointed to that number as justification for setting generous quotas. Animal advocates, however, argue the population isn't strong enough to support hunting. Wisconsin law mandates a wolf season, but last year a federal judge restored endangered species protections for gray wolves across most of the country, including Wisconsin. The move prohibits hunting the animals. The DNR released a draft of a new management plan in November that does not include any specific population number. The draft plan instead calls for the DNR to work with advisory committees to monitor local populations and decide whether to reduce them, maintain them, or allow them to grow. State Representative Chance Green of Grandview and Senator Rob Staffsholt of New Richmond began circulating the bill for co-sponsorship Friday that would require the DNR to include a statewide population goal in its new plan. Staffsholt said in a telephone interview that it was a complete shock to farmers and hunters that the draft plan does not include a statewide population goal. Wausau's mayor says she keeps getting questions about who or what caused PFAS contamination in all six of the city's drinking water wells. Mayor Katie Rosenberg says it's a question she wishes she had the answer to. Once those folks are identified, if they're identified, we will want to uh, make sure that they uh, pay for part of that remediation and cleanup, right? We, that is what we do. Rosenberg says that's why she scheduled an informational presentation on the state's rules and regulations regarding responsible parties for Tuesday's regular council meeting. Talk through what is a responsible party, what does that investigation look like, how long does this take? Rosenberg says she's also remaining in close contact with Attorney General Josh Call to evaluate the city's options when it comes to lawsuits. Questions about what does this lawsuit look like because they've engaged in a statewide lawsuit against um, the manufacturers of PFAS. Wausau leaders will hear an informational presentation on responsible parties as part of Tuesday's regular council meeting at 6.30 p.m. Credit card debt in the U.S. is now at record levels. While those struggling to keep up might feel paralyzed, counselors say it's important to seek out solutions right away. Mike Moen reports. The New York Federal Reserve Bank's recent quarterly report on household debt noted that credit card balances jumped to $986 billion, surpassing the pre-pandemic high of $927 billion. That comes after pandemic relief and higher wages helped some people build a cushion. But Bruce McClary of the National Foundation for Credit Counseling says with factors such as inflation, people are having to lean on their credit cards more, and it comes at the worst possible time. These balance increases are happening at a time when credit card interest rates are at an all-time high. The average interest rate right now is somewhere around 20%, which is mind-blowing. McClary says if your budget is starting to unravel because of credit card bills, don't wait to seek help. That can only complicate things if the debt is passed along to collection agencies. Nonprofits like his provide access to counselors who are geared to assist low- to moderate-income individuals. I'm Mike Moen. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.